Hi, everyone, and welcome to our branding series call today. My name is Shannon Hernandez, and I am founder and word ambassador of The Writing Whisperer. I had a vision of starting a branding series uh, a few months ago, so we are well in the way of making that vision a reality. And one of the things I am most passionate about is helping business owners brand themselves through their words and content. So one of the things I thought would be really awesome is to get some of my colleagues together who do branding in other facets of business and kind of do an interview series where we could meet some more people, lovely listeners just like you, and where we could also learn and grow from one another. Because as I'm sure you are well aware, if you are in the business of entrepreneurship or small business ownership, branding has many facets and many components, and there's always something that we can learn to make our brand stronger. I am so excited to be with uh, our caller today, our, our, uh, the person I'm going to interview, our, our trainer, if you will, um, we are going to talk today about branding your blog successfully so that you can make more money. And I know uh, if you're in business, you know there's a lot going on, and any additional income is always good income. Um, my guest today is Sue Ann Dunleavy. She is the owner of Successful Blogging. And she has been passionate about business since she was 12, where she actually started her own toddler daycare group at her swim club. Now her unique talent lies in helping women business owners make more money by blogging. She wrote a book called Stress Management Decoded when she left corporate life due to a stress-induced illness. So Sue, do you want to add anything today to your little uh, intro there? Hi, Shannon. It's just a pleasure to be here today with you and with all the listeners. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks. Okay, great. So we're going to talk today about branding and how to brand our blogs successfully so we can make more money from our blogs. Could you please tell us a bit about how you came to be passionate about this topic and teaching it to others? You know, Shannon, I was really concerned when I had bloggers and business people telling me they were only putting Google ads on their websites and were making less than $25 a month from their hard-earned blog content. You know, they put so much work into the content. It wasn't even paying their expenses for their email service or their hosting account. Wow. And so you took matters into your own hands, I take it. I did. Um, I really believe that a successful blog can be really distinctive and have your own personal flair along with being an a, a object to sell your products and services. That's great. Now, in your opinion, in just a few words, I'll give you a few more than a few, Sue, because I know we love words. Uh, <laughs> what does a successfully branded blog look and feel like when a reader lands on it? Well, like I said, it can be very distinctive and have your own flair and, and your own color scheme. That's perfectly fine. But a successful blog needs to convert. You need to get those visitors that come to read one article or one post to become subscribers. So then you have an email list to follow up with them, to send a newsletter, and eventually to sell your products and services. So the opt-in box, which is that sign-up area for your list, 
at the minimum, it needs to be on the top of the sidebar. So a good example is Shannon's blog, The Writing Whisperer. She has her opt-in free gift nice and high right on the top of the sidebar. Excellent job, Shannon. I really like that. And then one another example is to have like a welcome gate or a splash page. And all that is is that you put an opt-in feature box on your home page. And if you um, check out successfulblogging.com, that's just what I do. They can opt in to get my free gift, or they can say, no thanks, take me right to the site. Okay, great. So we understand now that a successful blog is one that needs to convert. And then we get these you know, our prospects onto our email list, and then mm-hmm. we email them relative engaging content. I always put that first before we sell them anything, right? Like we get Correct. them engaged in the content. But listen, Sue, um, I work, you know, with a lot of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs just as you do, and I mm-hmm. often hear a big objection to all of this. And the objection is, I can't keep up with the consistent blogging that Mm -hmm. I need to build the strong brand. And then I have to do email, and then I need an opt-in, and then I need more content. And so have you encountered this in your work with your clients? And if so, how are you handling this? I hear this all the time, and it's a really good question. And there is an easier answer. Most solopreneurs and entrepreneurs blog too much. And then you're saying, Sue, you know, you're a blog coach. What do you mean you're blogging too much? Until you have 1,000 subscribers to your email list, which is quite a few, do not blog more than once or twice a month. Spend that time doing guest posts. Guest posts are when you have a colleague like Shannon and myself. So um, I asked Shannon if I could guest post on her blog. So I think uh, in the next week or two, you'll see a blog post from me on Shannon's blog, and I will get new visitors coming from the little bio that you put on the bottom of the guest blog post coming over to my website, and potentially they'll sign up for my site. So I really know that you'll get really excited about guest blogging when you get 25 or 50 or even 100 subscribers just from writing one post that's not on your own site. That's really great, and it's great exposure. So that's a really good tip. Um, And the tip, just for, you know, a recap is unless or until – you have mm-hmm. a thousand subscribers on your own uh, newsletter list. Only blog one to two times per month, and spend the rest of your time doing guest blog posts to increase your exposure. I definitely believe in that. A lot of the big gurus suggest that. Also, in fact, one of my mentors, John Morrow, is very big on that, and he uh, is the one that taught me. And you build up your list a lot faster than if you put it on, especially when you're new and you put the content on your own blog and you're like, okay, my mom read it, my two girlfriends. So it really does help to get your message out there. Okay, great. So we're going to dive right into today's five main points. And you teach that there are five steps to making money with your blog. We're going to break these down for our audience today. And I'm going to ask a quick question. Does everyone have their pen or pencil ready? or I guess for my digital people, they're taking notes and Mm -hmm. typing on the computer. All right, let's get started. So step one 
which Sue does such a wonderful job with over at SuccessfulBlogging.com, is to address your reader's problems. Sue, can you tell us a little bit about what you mean by that? Yeah, the key to a very strong brand for your blog and your website is to have a targeted audience, basically a target customer. So let me give you an example. For instance, I have a client who creates websites for solopreneurs, people that are in business for themselves, like photographers or wedding planners or even um, a blogger. Her targeted customer, her ideal customer, is a woman over 40 who doesn't know much about WordPress or techie things in general. If you want another um, instance, my target audience is beginner bloggers who want to make a living with their blogs so they can quit their corporate jobs. So you really need to know the problem you're solving for your audience to even start creating your brand. That's good. Now, here's a question that I get a lot from the people that I am helping with the content side, right? And I'm sure that you you hear this as well. And the question is, if someone's brand new or we've gone through a rebrand and we're shifting our focus mm-hmm. and our audience and we're not sure of our readers' problems, how can we go about finding out what our readers need so that we're speaking to them about their problems? Now, this is interesting, Shannon, because you and I just did this for my blog. Um, Shannon is my writing coach and um, brand consultant, and I did a rebrand back in April, May of uh, Successful Blogging. It was due for a refresh and an update. And the thing that I did and what I highly recommend is send an email <clears throat> excuse me, to your list if you have a list, and I'll tell you what to do if you don't have a list. But send an email to your list asking just one question. And that one question is, what is your biggest challenge or frustration with? And then you put in your topic, your niche at the end of the question. So, for instance, mine, when I sent it out, was what is your biggest challenge with blogging? Now, for the people that don't have a list, don't panic. You can ask the question on any Facebook groups you're in, or if you're on Twitter or Pinterest, you can just put it out there as a question, and that works really well. I've had clients do that. You can even follow up, um, and that's what I did for the people that answer you, and you'll get you know maybe 1% or 2% that actually answer, so don't get upset if not everyone answers your email. And say, um, if I promise not to try and sell you anything, can we talk for five minutes on the phone about your answer? And I get about 50% of the people saying, sure, let's have a phone call. So um, I did about 10 of those research phone calls. And Shannon really liked them because you get the exact words that your potential clients, your subscribers, your visitors to your blog are using when they express their problem. So you're not just thinking, oh, I think um, they have an issue with using this type of camera if you're teaching them photography. You know that they say, hey, I can't focus this darn thing when I try to take a picture of my kid that's moving around. So you can actually actually use those words in your brand, in your content, and your sales letters because it's going to really appeal to everyone you're writing to. Those are some really great tips. And I know at one point, Sue, you also did a, um, what was that thing? It was a Google form, I believe. Yes. Yes, I did. I sent out on Twitter 
a it was a form on Google, and Google Docs is something that um, actually Shannon taught me how to use. I was new to that, and it's very easy because I just turned 59, and if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> and, um, You're and a young 59. So. I am. I, I admit that. I am. But uh, the Google Doc I sent out on Twitter, and you can just put your one question there, what is the challenge or frustration you have with blank, your topic, and just put that in the Google Doc, and then get a, a short link, like a Bitly link or Buffer or whatever you use. Owly is a new one. And put that on Twitter, like, hey, would you answer this one question for me? I'll send you um, a, free, a freebie. And then you could always send them a report. If you don't have anything that you wrote already, don't worry about it. Just ask them to answer the question. You'll be surprised how many answers you get. People really do want to help. And... I know this on social media, you know, people on social media are very eager to help. So don't feel like, you, as Sue said, you have to have something to give. If you do, that's a nice mm-hmm. perk, but people will answer the question. They really will. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, do it. I, I've had p- clients do it when they hang up the phone with me, and they have answers by that night. That's great. Okay, let's move on to step two of making money with our blog, and that is to communicate your expertise and connect with your readers. So what advice can you give us on this tip? It seems like a really big and important piece to this puzzle. It is, but it doesn't have to be too confusing. Um, Basically, your target customer, I call mine Jane, um, how will she discover your site so she can read your post? and start to like and trust you. You know, how is she going to find you? And the three best ways are social signals, guest blogging, like I already talked about, and reverse guest blogging. So social signals are when you post your blog post, so you write a post, and then just post the title or a comment about it on your favorite social media. So it can be Facebook, it can be Pinterest, it can be Google+. Or Twitter, you don't have to do all of them. You can just do where you think your potential target audience is hanging out. And, you know, a lot of women use Pinterest. A lot of guys use Google+, Plus, according to the new studies. And um, Facebook is kind of a, a, you know, everybody. So you pick your favorite that you think your target audience is going to hang out on, not your favorite. And that was hard for me because I had to pick Twitter And I wasn't a Twitter person, but now I really like it. And don't spend a lot of time on social media. Just post your blog post. And over time, you'll start seeing where you're getting traffic from. And through your Google Analytics, which I'm not an expert on, but you can easily set that up. There's YouTube videos on that. Or just (laughs) checking to see how many, you know, tweets or replies or posts that you get. So I would only recommend about 15, 20 minutes a day or else you can get lost in that social media bog. (laughs) And um, the second one is like we talked about before, guest posting. So when you post on someone else's site, these are the advantages. You get new readers coming to your site and you get backlinks. And all you need to know about backlinks is that those are the best kind to have, social media backlinks and ones from guest posting. Those are the highest ones, and they really add up over time. You know, it's like just little tiny bits and steps that lead to a lot of backlinks and a lot of credibility over time. 
And you can help, uh, you know, the easiest way to start, because a lot of times you're like, how is some big person going to take my blog post? Get a circle of three or four friends that have blogs. They, on the same level as you, that's fine. We all have different readers and help each other market their posts through your social media and guest posts on each other's blogs. And it really starts adding up because you get this whole new crew of people, you know, seeing that. And the reverse guest posting, the third point, is when you get one of your new blogger buddies to post a guest post for your site. So you're opening your blog to a guest. I've had Shannon on my um, blog, I think back in May or June. She got a lot of comments, and I'm sure she got some traffic to her blog from seeing my having a different audience with my blog. Those are really great tips. So, and I want to just this is something I teach, so I just want to mm-hmm. throw this Please out do. here because we're talking about communicating your expertise on your blog and through guest posting. So, this is my golden nugget of the day, one of them for all of our listeners today. And I teach this, and I believe it with all of my heart and soul, and I've done it. I've done it now twice. I've done it with my business, The Writing Whisperer, and I just released a book, and I've done it with my book, and it's amazing what happens, and it's so easy. Okay, Sue, are you ready? Yes. All right. The question I get a lot is, well, how will people believe that I'm an expert, or Mm -hmm. how are – how, but I just got started, like there's so many people doing what I'm doing. You know, we hear this stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Right. So this is my answer to everyone listening today. The way you become an expert is you call yourself an expert. That's right. That's it. That's all you have to do. I called myself an expert in content and branding out of the gate. Uh, and guess what? People believed it. And I believed it too. I mean, what is an expert anyway? An expert means they're knowledgeable. They can talk about things. They can host interviews. They can Mm -hmm. write about it. That's what an expert is. Um, And now that I've recently published my book, you know, my memoir, I am calling myself an expert in uh, public education reform and what teachers need and what they're not getting from, you know, the school system. And I'm very vocal about that. So, all you have to do is call yourself an expert. And the thing I wanted to interject, Shannon, because you are so on the money, is that I purchased Shannon's book right in the beginning because, you know, we're, we're colleagues and I wanted to support her and read it that night. It's, it's an excellent book. And at my birthday party last week, I had a painting party, you know, one of those fun things. I gave it to one of my teacher friends, and I'm handing her the book, and I said, Shannon's a colleague of mine. She's an expert on teaching. She grabs the book and says, I'm reading it tonight. She, all you need to do is call yourself an expert. And this teacher said, oh, she's an expert. Yeah, give me the book. Yes, thank you, Sue. Thanks for yeah. passing my book but, around. Oh, no. <laughs> she's gonna, and I told her to pass it around to the teachers at her school. Good. Awesome. Okay, so we've talked about how to give our audience what they need, and we've talked about being an expert and connecting with our readers. So we are ready for step three, which is to keep in contact frequently. Now, Sue, this is something I've struggled with. It's maybe something mm-hmm. you've struggled with. It's just it's a constant. It is. Like how much should I be emailing people and how long should the emails be and what if I email them too much? Are they going to leave? And so what advice can you give us here for staying in contact frequently? 
Well, my advice is short and sweet, and it's easy to do. So you want to give your new subscriber, so they've opted in, as, as it's called, for your free gift, and you want to send them emails regularly so they keep you top of mind and they remember you. Because if you don't send emails, they totally forget about you because they just went to your blog for a couple of minutes, maybe looked at your services, and on to Facebook. You know, they're on to the next thing. <laughs> so what, Yeah, it's true. So what I hear from clients is they only send emails sporadically if they do it at all. And you really need to remember, and you realize this because you do it yourself, only 15% to 30% of your list opens any one of your emails from you weekly. So if you send a weekly email, only 15, 20, 25, 30% of them are opening it. So any one person on your list is only reading your email once a month if you send weekly. So you have to remember that not everyone opens it. If you have an open rate, you know, up between 10 and 30%, you're doing great. If it's higher than that, you're doing really great. And it's really unusual. So if you have a really good, you know, connection with your audience. But when you first start out, it's about 20, 20, you know, 15, 20%. So please try to email weekly. And it can be as easy as, hey, I have a new blog post. And here's the link. Mine, my, mine, I know Shannon does a beautiful newsletter. I do two paragraphs and link to my blog post. So it can be sweet and simple and just once a week. Great. And I want to say something. I changed my strategy um, since, you know, coming on as your coach and listening to you as a sales coach. Um, changed the strategy a little that my full-blown newsletter goes once a month. Great. And then I'm just doing these little – I call them special blasts, little special blasts that are much shorter, much quicker, have a very clear call to action for what I want people to do. And the results have been good. Now, I was really scared that if I emailed people more, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they would stop, you know, they would unsubscribe or stop reading it. But actually, the opposite has happened. Um, I told you. Yeah, I know. Thank you. They they are actually clicking through. They're reading. They're responding. They're signing up for a program. Whatever it is, um, they're more engaged. So thank you for the tip. That's really awesome. Great. I'm. Uh, it really does work, and Shannon's a, a great, a shining example of it. Okay, we're on to step four of how to make more money with our blog, and this is a great one: um, creating anticipation for your products and services. Now, what would this look like if I put it in action mm-hmm. today? Could you give us some concrete examples of how to create anticipation in a variety of ways? Definitely. Okay, so this is what I see. I see people calling me or emailing me and saying, hey, I put up a sales letter, a sales page, or a sales email. I had someone help me with it, a copywriter or a writing coach, and it flopped. I made no sales. Well, first of all, that's really typical if you don't pre-sell your content to create anticipation. If you just send out a sales page, it might be the best written one. You might have spent twenty grand. we wish, right, having it written. But even if you <laughs> spent uh, 500 or 1000 or hired a coach, it could be the best written sales letter. And it will flop if you don't pre-sell. So here's an example. You 
the first thing you want to do to pre-sell is to collect testimonials and case studies from your customers and clients. And that builds your credibility and trust with your readers. Now, if you're new, that we'll talk about that in a second. But if you currently have even a couple of customers or clients, survey them, offer them a gift, even a physical gift. I said Amazon gift cards or a discount for allowing you to share their testimonial or case study. And a case study is just a longer testimonial where you talk about the results they got or they talk about the results they got with you. And if you're just starting out, I highly recommend like a new coach or a new service provider or freelancer, offer your product or service for free to just three people. Okay, you're not going to give it away for free forever. But three ideal targeted customers, somebody you know, this would be the perfect person to go through my course or to get a couple of sessions of coaching with me and tell them that the pay, the, in, the investment for them is a well-written testimonial. So I think that is one of the really big keys is having testimonials and case studies. And the second step and barely anyone does this, but some of the real big names do this beautifully, is create a waiting list. You can have a waiting list even when you don't have any clients yet. So every time you develop a new service or a new product offering, write a blog post or two about the offer. You, know, you can put it on the bottom. You know, Hey, if you need further help with learning how to guest post, let's just say that. Um, you know, uh, just click on here and get on my waiting list for the new course that's coming out, you know, next month. You might not even have had the course created yet. You're just trying to see if there's any interest in it. So a priority customer that's on a waiting list is like gold. It's so much easier to convert them once you send your sales letter. Those are really great ideas, Sue. I'm totally going to implement the waiting list. Get on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, good. So I just want to ask you a follow-up question here. Sure. Um, how how long do you pre-sell, and is that different than an early bird kind of thing? That's a good question. You know, pre-sell. There's not never too long, never long enough to pre-sell. You can pre-sell for weeks. It's okay if you wrote seven blog posts about an upcoming six-week course. I'd be happy because you're giving them, your readers, really good value. You're giving them content, even though they they might not take the course. Every blog post you're putting on the bottom, hey, join the waiting list. You know, this is coming up. And you're getting more and more people interested because not everybody reads every single blog post like everybody doesn't read every single email. So they're going to catch a couple of them. I would say the minimum is two blog posts. I prefer three to seven. Um, if the course is going to cost uh, over $500, definitely go for more blog posts and more emails about it. And early bird is very similar to a waiting list. It's just somewhat different in that you're giving them a discount. That's what you meant, right, Shannon? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're giving them a discount to take the course. What I like instead of early birds is I – early birds are fine. I'm not against them. But what I like to do is offer a pilot product or a pilot course or a beta group. So you can call it whatever you want, but you take a smaller amount of people – 
And so let's say normally you would offer the course to 50 people. You're going to take 10 for this pilot course. And it's great because you kind of get the bugs out of your slides and your webinar equipment, and you're not as nervous, especially if it's your first course or coaching scenario. And having this pilot group, the deal is they're going to get an early bird price, so it's the same kind of deal. They're going to get a discount, a dramatic discount. Maybe it's normally $500, and you're going to give it to them for 197 And the deal is that you're going to use some of them as case studies. And then the next time you run the course, a few months later, or the blog, uh, coaching series, or whatever it is, the class, then you offer it at full price, and you have all those testimonials and case studies. Nice. That's very good. I've done the um, pilot group before, and it was very successful. And then this is for the Unleash Your Brand program. Um, Oh, great. I rolled into the full-blown course, which was great, and that's actually like I'm offering it for the last time this year in in October. We start in just a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's really great, the idea of – you know, piloting and pre-selling and using your blog to really give great content about what will be covered. Yep, that's the key. All right, Sue, here we are. We're at the final step that you have for us on how to make money with our blogs, and it's to sell your products and services. Now, I know that you and I have had a lot of conversations about how we don't want to be pushy in our marketing. Right. I think I call it slimy and scaly. (laughs) (laughs) And neither of us seem to be perceived this way by our audiences. So what's the trick to selling from our blogs? Well, you can tell this is my fifth step. This is the easy part. You've already created credibility, trust, and anticipation for this offer. So you're already on the slippery slope of uh, long-term relationships, as one of my mentors, Yaro Starek, calls it. It's much easier to sell. It's simple. You can just put out a very friendly, non-hypey sales letter or sales email because you've gone through all these steps of connecting with them and them trusting you and knowing you and creating anticipation that they're going to easily say yes or no based on a simple sales letter. That's great. So it's all the work leading up to it, which makes yes. the final piece so easy. Exactly. If you don't do the work beforehand, then it can be a big dud when you send out the letter. All right. So, Sue, this has been a wonderful learning experience for our audience and for me. I've picked up some really great tricks. Um, and this training call today has just been focused on how to make money with our blogs. You gave us some great information to think about. And so I want to ask you, do you have an upcoming program that you know you're excited about what's going on in your world well um i do have an upcoming program but i would love for everyone to get my free infographic about everything we talked about today so you can print it off and slap it on the wall by your desk and you'll remember the five concepts of making money with your blog and that's at successfulblogging.com slash infographic i-n-f-o G-R-A-F-P-H-P-H-I-C, infographic. And um, I think that will give you a heads up on what's going on. And then you'll get on my email list, and I will send you information, and eventually you'll get on my waiting list if you're interested in successful blogging school that's coming up in November. That's great. And where can people best connect with you? Where are you hanging on social media? 
Um, Twitter is my big thing right now, and that's in my name, Sue Ann, A-N-N-E, Dunleavy, D-U-N-L-E-V-I-E. And then, of course, Successful Blogging, and I have a Facebook page at Successful Blogging and Pinterest at Successful Blogging. Completely branded, and I love it. (laughs) And I wanted to just take a minute, and I didn't tell Shannon I was going to do this, but I want to publicly thank Shannon. She helped me through this rebrand, which you probably know is a ton of work, and she's also my terrific writing coach, and she is just great at what she does. And I wanted to highly recommend her to everyone that's on the call. And I know she's going to talk a little bit about a program she has, and anything you can grab that has Shannon's name on it is a good thing. Thanks so much, Sue. Um, Yes, so I have the final Unleash Your Brand program. It's launching, uh, not launching, it's been going, but it starts in just a couple weeks. We're getting started on October 6th. Um, This is one of my most popular ones. I wasn't going to do it again, but people were asking, so here I am. Um, And in the Unleash Your Brand program, I really teach you in eight weeks. It's an eight-week online uh, with live calls and a Facebook group, et cetera, where we really support each other. But I teach you how to make a very strong brand from the inside out. Mm. And we spend um, two weeks on each of the modules, and we talk about the words you're using in your brand. We get you what I call a slamming about page together. I, I teach this all the time. The about page is your secret, secret weapon on your website. Um, we're going to talk about how to build your brand through the power of blogging and content marketing. And the final module is one I'm really excited about is how to use digital storytelling to define your brand on social media. So the early bird pricing for the program ends on September 30th. That's a whole eight-week program for $3.99. Uh, Any time after that, the you know up until the day that the course starts, the the pricing is four ninety nine. So, if you feel that this may be something you're interested in, um, I of course will be sending follow up emails over the next week or so. Um, And Sue, I'll be sure to put your infographic in there so people have a link to go right to it. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, You can feel free to reach out to me, uh, send me an email if you're not sure if this is something that would be good for you at this time, and I will be happy to to hop on the phone and, you know, we'll kind of assess the situation. Um, So thank you, Sue, for spending some time with us today and sharing your knowledge on how to brand our blogs for profit. It was a pleasure. Yeah, sorry to cut you off there. Um, Do you have any final words you want to say? No, it's just a pleasure to um, talk about uh, my um, background in in selling and converting that over to bloggers, and I've just enjoyed it thoroughly. Anyone can hit me up on social media. I'll answer any of your questions or drop me an email at sue at successfulblogging.com if you have any questions at all. Okay. Thank you, Sue, and thank you to all our listeners. Please reach out to Sue and I via social media. We'd love to connect with you there. Until next time, I'm Shannon Hernandez, the Writing Whisperer. Keep branding yourself with words.